Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. You're listening to the Nafs Connection podcast and this is Seema Umrayyan. I'm a certified professional life coach and founder of Level 10 Muslima Life Coaching. My vision is to see empowered Muslim women and youth who are connected with Allah, who are able to identify potential roadblocks in their growth, generate awareness of their state of Iman, and take an inspired action so they may build a better relationship with Allah, themselves and the people in their lives, inshaAllah. You are listening to the Spiritual Journey Stories series, a series of podcast interviews with women just like you and I from all walks of life sharing their spiritual journeys and their connection with Allah to inspire you wherever you may be in your own spiritual journey, inshaAllah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu, my dear listeners. Today I have with me Sister Nidhi Gupta. She's a revert Muslimah. A mass communications graduate, she is a mother of two. She is currently in the process of publishing her book, Iqra, My Science, My Search for His Science. Uh, she is also a founder of Afreen Academy and a lifelong student of Quran, religious knowledge, and uh, life space. So, so welcome, Sister Nidhi. Thank you so much. I'm happy to have you on board. And uh, can you please? Just tell us a little bit about yourself, inshallah. So my name is Nidhi. Uh, friends also call me Nida. And uh, some people wants me as Sister Nida. And um, I am, um, I guess the biggest thing is like, uh, I'm a Muslim, alhamdulillah. Allah SWT guided me to Islam. And um, I'm a mother of two kids, as you said, and I'm working on my book. I studied different things. I've lived in I was born in India uh, in a Hindu family and uh, I've lived in India. I lived in um, England for a bit and now I'm in Canada at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, I've started Afreen Academy some time back uh, with a view of uh, enriching, empowering and educating uh, different people about uh, Islam and religious knowledge and other life skills, mm -hmm. developing development, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here and thanks for having me. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. So I think uh, without any further ado, we can just dive right into the uh, crux of it. Like, you know, so tell us, Sister uh, Nidhi, uh, like, what was your earliest understanding of who Allah is? Um, I think I always had an understanding of who God is. I just didn't know he's, his name is Allah. Mm. So I used to, even when I was a child, I used to, I used to have a lot of questions in my mind. Mm. But, uh, the questions that I had, uh, when I talked to some people, they found it very, um, people couldn't answer me properly. Um, or satirically, I, I would say. They, they did answer me, but uh, or a lot of questions I would keep to myself. But then uh, sometimes I would ask, and they might seem silly right now, but I would ask that um, when somebody would be praying or something, I would ask things like, why does God need us to pray to him? Mm. And uh, which might sound very crazy, but I think my, my intention was to know, like, what's, why do we pray? Mm. Uh, but uh, I guess as a child, I couldn't articulate very well and everything. So, and also did not know Allah SWT as like the one true God or anything. I knew there is a God, mm. but I just, um, and I talked to him in my head all the time. Mm. So as I, say things like, okay, God, I'm like, I'm happy about this. I'm hurt about this or mm. 
I don't know what's going to happen in my school test, for example, and I'm like nervous about this. What should I do? Like, show me some signs and things like that. So I would talk to him in my head all the time, mm-hmm. and I would follow the the rituals that everybody's doing in terms of worship for whoever you know. Like I would go to Hindu temples, I would go to like Sai temples, and I would mm-hmm. go to the Sikh gurudwara, and I would mm-hmm. like tourist thing. I would even go to a church. I probably might have to a mosque even but i didn't really know mm. i didn't really understand the concept of one god or i, I just knew there is a god mm. and then i would in my head other than that everything was just like rituals to mm. kind of be a part of mm. wherever you are you just go with the flow sort of a thing so i mm. i guess um yeah i did not um so i've always known allah in that sense mm. but i just didn't know by his name and stuff until I got to understand a bit more about Islam and things like that. SubhanAllah. I, it just reminds me that, you know, every child is born upon the fitrah. <laughs> you just recognize that there is Allah. So although we get deviated on our way and we, you know, uh, don't know because of what we are learning from our, uh, from the nature aspect of that, like, you know, and uh, yeah. we, but then still that recognition is still there and subhanallah it's so amazing to hear that like you know subhanallah subhanallah so if if you could like you know uh, say if there was any kind of a pivotal moment for you that you that just like you know had like like a turning point for you was there something like that in your life i think there were um I've had many turning points, so I can't define like one point, but there were like many things. I think my journey um, in, to, towards Islam has been like in mm-hmm. stages. I know it's like, um, mm-hmm. I, I would say there have been a lot of pivotal turning points. So it's mm-hmm. turned. Um, and so in terms of Muslims, uh, mm-hmm. per se, I did not have a very good opinion mm-hmm. uh, of Muslims mm-hmm. <laughs> from whatever mm-hmm. uh, I would interested in knowing them <laughs> and anything to do with them mm-hmm. uh, because I felt like that's um, like I wanted to associate with uh, well-mannered, decent, educated people mm-hmm. and uh, it seemed like the people that I knew who were Muslims did not seem to fit that category. Mm-hmm. So I um, kind of avoided Muslims more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me to come to Islam, it was, um, I would say, my marriage was a big thing. Then after that, thinking about uh, getting a copy of Quran, like one uh, somebody gave me a copy of the Quran, mm-hmm. uh, one Muslim. Mm-hmm. So uh, marrying him was a pivotal point, mm-hmm. I guess. The pivotal point was when his uh, one of his uncles actually gifted me a copy of the Quran with English translation. Mm-hmm. So that was another moment when um, I just read it. I, and I didn't understand any word of it because it was very Victorian kind of English, like thou, es, uh, yeah. do it. And then all the names, I didn't know anything about any names, like uh, of any prophets or any characters in the Quran. I did not know any names so, mm-hmm. because uh, I guess somebody coming from a Christian or a Jewish background would mm-hmm. still have, other, mm-hmm. would be familiar with those characters, but I was not familiar with any character. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the stories and everything. So, Everything was, even when there was any references made, I had no idea what the Quran's talking about. Mm. So I really didn't understand any word, mm. but I think that that was the only book in my life that I did not understand a single word, yet I read it from cover to cover. And I, I was like, 
I was like, why am I reading this? And I would still keep reading. And then I would be like, why am I reading this? And I'm still keep reading. It was, uh, and then I'm like, uh, this is, uh, so, so that was one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, reading it, even though I didn't understand. And that was just the English part, obviously. And even the English that I did not understand. Like even normal sentences of English, I did not understand. And yet I kept reading. So I was like, there's something going on here. What is this? Mm-hmm. I've been very intuitive person uh, in the sense pay attention to these things that okay mm, I live in my head a lot I guess <laughs> so I like to think like why am I uh, why was I reading this and thinking about that and stuff like that so that was another point then I would say another pivotal point would be um, when my kids started learning from a teacher and I met some uh, some um, one, I met the teacher. Like I had never met an, a, a teacher who teaches anything about Islam. I was surprised to say that, like, um, she was such a nice person, and I was just like uh, amazed by her manners and the way she was talking and uh, the way she realized that even though I'm not like a typical mom Muslim child, yet she was so respectful to me and she was so kind and she was she appreciated that I'm like uh, I want to. Um, you know, like I wanted my kids to learn and things like that. So she was like very nice. And at the same time, I had some friends which were Muslim, like um, to the kids' school. I met some other moms who were Muslim and they were just, um, we never talked about religion or anything to begin with, um, but they were so nice. And I was like, I haven't, although I've had friends before, but I have never met people who are just so nice and willing to do things for you mm-hmm. without any turn. So, um, that was another point, which kind of, um, I guess, wanted me to know why are they so nice? Mm-hmm. And like, what do they want? Like, it's, it's human nature to want something. Yeah. Like, I knew they didn't want anything, mm-hmm. but um, I had not experienced that before, that somebody who's nice to you without, uh, uh, either like they're related to you, that's why they're nice to you, or they're uh, nice to you because they have been friends with you for a while, mm-hmm. or they have no, or, or they're nice to you because like uh, there's some common interest or there's something common, you know, like there are different reasons. Mm-hmm. But these people just met, they we had, uh, they didn't have to be nice to me. They didn't mm-hmm. have to be going out of their way to uh, do things. And then I was like, why? What, what are they getting out of it? So mm-hmm. that made me very curious about wanting to know more. Mm-hmm. Um, so another, another thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, I guess after that, there was one point, I would, one more pivotal point. <laughs> I hope I'm not too much of your time with just one question. It's <laughs> okay. I'm all here. It's, okay. it's so interesting to hear you talk. Okay. <laughs> okay, alhamdulillah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so the, the last one, I promise, is <laughs> one in, um, in which I think there were a lot of things going on in my life. Like, I'm sure everyone goes through ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And there were like, uh, at times when you're confused about different things, you're hurt, you're upset and going through a lot of different emotions and some challenges, but they're not that big challenges, but they were, there were some challenges. And, uh, but then I was just um, broken, I guess, uh, if the word, and just uh, nothing was, things were working, but nothing was making me happy. Like nothing was like, um, it felt like every some good things are happening, but they're not um, they're not lifting me up at all. And then, but but the challenges or something that's happening, it's not that big, but it's making me more and more um, 
set or down or low, I guess. Mm-hmm. So at that time, I was just looking for something to pick me up. So I, I used to watch things like Oprah's show and, mm-hmm. um, you know, life coaching things. And I would be like watching all these videos and like Tony Robbins and this mm-hmm. and that. These kind of things I would be watching like uh, nonstop okay, to do something for myself. I need something, but I don't know what I need. So I'm just like looking here and there. Mm-hmm. And then some me um, some videos of uh, people like some Islamic scholars, mm-hmm. but they were saying um, about uh, you know like life. Uh, how would I explain it? They were explaining things about life. They were not really talking about okay, become a Muslim or this and that, but they were talking about marriage and they were talking about okay what are what you can do to make your marriage better or parenting or how can you connect with your kids better mm. or they're talking about dances on like how to be smarter things like that so different life skills they were talking about so life skills was a topic I was interested in but they were talking from a religious um, foundation and that really uh, when I was listening to them it was literally like it was it blew my mind because like the question I would have in my mind mm. the next day I would and it would answer the exact same question. And that, that night I would have another question and I would just randomly put something. Like I started with what someone sent me, but after that I would Google myself and I would just like, sometimes I would just put that speaker's name and I would just scroll and just mm-hmm. put my finger rested on literally. Mm-hmm. So I choose even the videos, but the videos I play would literally answer like so every, whatever I was thinking the night before or whatever I was worried. So that kept happening for a long time. I was listening to things like nonstop day while cooking, cleaning, doing everything. I just kept listening, listening, listening. And then I guess I was, um, I had learned how to pray before mm-hmm. from my, of my kids. So, but that was not really, I was, I had learned how to pray and I did pray. Um, I was not like thinking that I'm a Muslim, Muslim, and then that's why I'm praying. Like mm-hmm. I would, it was like, oh, this is nice. It feels good. And it's mm-hmm. like, uh, I would fast and everything as well to mm. connect with my friends. And mm. um, I was doing all these things to connect with mm. people and because I liked it. I, I didn't think, think too much about it. For me, um, I guess I fe- felt all religions are good and you can follow whichever one. So that was my thought process at that time. Mm. Nothing was picking me up at that time. Mm. I had prayed for a while and that there was one there was one day and I remember that one well. So when I was like really, I was super low that time. Like, you know, when you just like at the rock and when you feel like, okay, there's no way, uh, no way more down that you can go. <laughs> so at that time, uh, I was listening to all these uh, videos and stuff. I was like, and then I thought, okay, you know what? Let me just pray. Let me just, I haven't prayed for a while. And I, I, and I could, didn't know any mm. prayer word. I didn't memorize them. Yet. So I, I would pray with like papers all around me and every position I would like, look at the paper and read and uh, with the translation and stuff, right? So I prayed that day and subhanAllah, uh, uh, something happened that day and when in the sajda, you know, I don't know. I was um, I was in my sajda and I was like, uh, this is it. I'm like, I don't know, something changed. Like inside me, inside my heart, something changed and I was not sad anymore. Like mm. it, hard to explain, but uh, it was just one, one sajda, I guess. Mm. that but um i didn't know too much about like i knew some things about islam mm. i didn't know too much islam still mm. i didn't know about who, who like i knew that there is allah and he's god but i didn't know like mm. what god i didn't understand the concept of a class and all that stuff i didn't know any of that mm. 
Mm. But I, in my heart, after that, um, Sajda, I just knew I'm a Muslim. I don't know. It's crazy to explain even, but I just knew it. And I guess that was the pivotal point. Yeah. But the like smaller, mm. smaller. And then this was like the biggest one. This one, yes. I, I can kind of like relate, like, you know, to certain things that you're saying. Um, in terms of like, number one, <laughs> when you said about the, you not being connected to Muslims, not wanting to have anything to do with them. For me, being a born Muslim, I have I had a friend who used to tell me that, like, you know, you know what, I, I see Muslims and I see people like, you know, but you are so different. You know, but I wasn't practicing at that point um, either. So, but in spite of that, like, you know, she did come uh, to the friendship itself with uh, this kind of like uh, prejudice around Muslims. And then when she got to know me, she was like, you know, but you are different. Like, you know, you're not like the normal the Muslims <laughs> that I know, you know. Yeah. So, subhanAllah, that's one thing like, that made me kind of chuckle inwardly when I heard you say that, you know, I didn't want anything to do with Muslims. <laughs> subhanAllah. And, uh, and also, like, you know, uh, when you shared about the people that you met who were, like, totally nice, like, you know, uh, nice to you. And then I was thinking, subhanAllah, it's like um, how Allah brings these people in our lives to show us that, like, you know, not everything is about give and take. You know, some people are genuinely nice who genuinely want to do good for the sake of Allah. And uh, to me, that speaks volumes about uh, how we, we are supposed to conduct ourselves as Muslims subhanallah yeah. it's like and and that can also that like you know because of the impact that it has on someone right subhanallah and yeah. I can I heard that impact that it had on you because you're narrating it right now as a pivotal moment in your life that you know completely shattered some of the previous beliefs you had about Muslims and you're like you know what is this like you know I really feel like this <laughs> you know subhanallah that was amazing to yeah. know you know subhanallah and uh, and also when you were talking about your sujood, oh, subhanAllah, that is, that is uh, I think, uh, for myself, I was just nodding my head when I was hearing you talk about it. It's like, uh, I can relate because I think even for me, my pivotal moment happened with the sujood, like, you know, uh, with tears, crying in sujood. And uh, then yeah. I lifted my head up, then something shifted and it was amazing, like like you said, it was a huge shift and something um, phenomenal, actually, that can only happen from Allah, subhanAllah. It's like Allah's guidance is descending on you, right? SubhanAllah. Alhamdulillah. SubhanAllah. So, amazing. <laughs> amazing how these transformations happen and how Allah allows us to meet Him uh, through these yeah. moments in our life. SubhanAllah. And also, it's like, when I, when I hear you say that these are like, um, I don't have just one pivotal moment. I have many. <laughs> so it's like, it's true. It's true, right? Because I think as human beings, we are growing, we are evolving. And there are these numerous moments that happen in our lives that every single time it's like a discovery of who we are. Every, every time this uh, pivotal moment happens in our life, uh, it is a, it's like, it's going like, you know, learning something new about ourselves and meeting ourselves even, subhanAllah. Yeah. SubhanAllah. So, I'm just, okay, so I'm thinking like, you know, um, are there any kind of habits or like, you know, that you have specifically 
that um, kind of supports you you know in your uh, in your journey so you talking about now or you talking about like when i was coming towards islam both are you talking about now and today both uh, if you can tell me like how it was now and how it is then i mean how it was then and how it is now so that time i think a lot of uh, was a lot of it was listening so mm-hmm. i was listening to things which made uh, sense and which were helpful like they were enriching to me by mm-hmm. um, of my heart my mind my life making sense of things because um, uh like for example there's a concept of marriage that we are taught about and we kind of like subconsciously we kind of pick up from society that the point is that mm-hmm. you get married and you have a grand wedding your wedding is a big deal and after the wedding like the the most fun thing you do is when you go hand in hand to a mall and you're shopping mm-hmm. and like you're uh, having like your date nights and uh, it's all like a thing or uh, there's a total gloomy marriage where you like people are fighting this but you don't see the real mm. uh you know like uh, okay the real thing is you have ups and downs sometimes you're happy together sometimes you're upset with each other but then you make up mm. and um even in terms of parenting either you have like very like the things you see in media and the things you mm. usually talk about but he's just talking about like how perfect their kids are mm. or somebody's stop their kids are mm. um or, so so it was very extreme like any to any field where you would go to either you'd ha- even in terms of finances you would see somebody who either like so people would talk how whether they are or not but mm. the image be yeah. either like so flourishing financially and they're like wow and they would try to like have all these gadgets and brands and this and that or somebody would be like crying all the time that you know I don't have enough money and this so, mm. so there's like uh, one thing um I guess subconsciously which kind of bothered me used to bother me was all these extremes and different things mm. and when I was listening to different um, speakers who were talking about uh, uh, they, they were talking from the point of the Quran they were explaining different uh, stages of life and different things about life and then mm. the religious they, they would quote some ayahs and then explain that as mm. well and they would hadith and explain that but I was focusing more on their explanation because I didn't get Mm. the quran the hadith part yet mm. but the explanation itself was like uh, um it was really cool you know? mm-hmm. so like i was just like i found it cool you know like it was not like um, okay i'm taking uh, uh, they they're not my like, saviors or guides or whatever but i just found it cool and i was like wow this is so interesting I want to listen more to it so it's like somebody would get addicted to netflix or something i was just addicted to these mm-hmm. <laughs> so i was i would be listening to like uh, one lecture and that speaker would recommend another speaker in his talks and i would start start listening to that speaker as well and then that speaker went from like no man ali mufti mank to uh, sham alawadi to yusuf as to like uh, dr zakir at, at times and like so so different people but uh, or yasmin mohahed and like uh, was us listening to different people but uh, depending on the topics that i'm listening to so mm-hmm. so so my that support system i guess at that time when i was in my journey was listening a lot mm-hmm. and i used to listen while doing all my house things and mm-hmm. and you know the kids were small they would go to school and i have all the things to do and then i would just be listening 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 when i'm driving i'm listening when i'm doing some things i'm just 
and I would just got addicted. So that was my biggest support system at that time. Um, uh, today, uh, to carry on, um, um, I think it's just the Quran, the, like my lifeline, in whichever shape, way, shape, or form. It's like whether you're reading it, the Quran, or whether you're reading the the Quran, whether you're talking about the Quran, whether you're learning the Quran, you're trying to um, learn the, the seal of the Quran, the books about the Quran. Mm. So it, uh, it just, it's just like even touching the Quran that like, this is the word of God. This is the word of the one who created me. This is the God, word of the one who's running the whole universe. And, you know, like he's allowed me access to it. And uh, you know, like the big people of the world, like the big governments and the big officials or kings or something, they don't give access to their high quality or high documents to common people. Mm. But like mm-hmm. the creator of heavens and the earth and the one who who created me and the one who's running, like who every my every breath is dependent on him. And he's allowed me to touch and see his words and read them. And like just that I have access to them. And like um, open access to them that I can just touch the Quran whenever I want. I can look at its words whenever I want and I can read it whenever I want. I don't know. It just like, um, it just feels so special. SubhanAllah, <laughs> SubhanAllah. That's actually so profound. Like, you know, if you think about it, SubhanAllah, what you just shared, it's so, so profound. Especially like what caught my attention is when you said, um, when you said that, like, you know, all these big governments and, you know, nobody shares their confidential documents with people. But then here we have this ultimate uh, resource, like, you know, on how to live life and how to, uh, you know, every step, how to take every step in your life. SubhanAllah, which is the access that we have open to us. SubhanAllah. SubhanAllah, that's really, really profound. Really profound. Yeah. Subhanallah, it's like, um, I'm actually kind of like, you know, just, uh, it's like, it's kind of like having this, going back and revisiting that, like, you know, that, wow, yeah, Quran, ultimately, it's like, you know, it creates this awe in you of Allah, that it's his speech, it's his book, it's his words, and he has just given it to us, subhanallah, the highest authority, subhanallah, subhanallah, and uh, even, even about listening and also I had some thoughts around when you were saying like I used to listen you know Um, for me it's when I hear about listening itself I think it's it's super essential especially as that first step and it's amazing like how you said that that's what I used to do like you know I used to listen before and uh, and for me it's uh, I have had these insights around listening and I, I think that that's the first step to anything. Like, you know, unless you listen, you listen, truly listen from your heart. That, that avenue for growth, be it like, you know, in, in your being or even in your life in general. It's so, so essential. It's so important that we listen, you know, because unless we listen, it cannot land anywhere within us. Um, subhanAllah. And... Uh, amazing that's amazing that uh, how just listening to something with an open heart and open mind it just opens up so many different avenues for you within yourself 
Subhanallah, alhamdulillah. And then I think the next step when you remove the Quran, again, I think it's because you listened, something opened up and then you were able to receive Quran fully, right? Subhanallah, subhanallah, alhamdulillah. I think that's really amazing. And uh, so if you were, if you were to... Um, capture like you know the essence of who you are right now as a person as opposed to what you were before uh, what do you see yourself as now right now i think i'm i'm in the process of discovering myself and uh, rediscovering myself and i am pro- in the process of knowing mm. um, like uh, i think i'm at the stage where i've admitted i don't know <laughs> much mm. so i'm just a phase and then the more the more you learn the more you know how little you know so I'm at that phase and I'm just at this phase that I'm trying to learn more and I guess um, Mm. I will probably be in phase the rest of my life but like how and where I'm just like um, trying to connect with the Quran more obviously Mm. and then other than that I'm just uh, having open avenues like I'm I'm just like asking Mm. Allah to into whatever is uh, mm. whatever for me, and so I'm just in the process of discovering myself. I would say I don't know. I haven't reached anywhere in like the worldly sense that you could mm. say, okay, I have this and that. Mm. Um, I'm still trying to find out more about myself. About every every day, I'm learning something new. Mm. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. I recently had this experience myself. Well, in Ramadan, I joined this uh, tafsir classes. And by the end of it, this was what I saw for myself. Too. I'm like, wow, subhanAllah, you don't know anything, Seema. You know, it's like you absolutely have no clue. You, you don't know anything. You know, that's where I stood by the end of it. It was like, we think we are learning, we are like progressing. But then there, there are moments, you know, you reach where you think like, you know, wow. I'm, I just have hardly barely dipped my finger into the ocean, right? Yes. <laughs> There's so much to discover about uh, ourselves in that aspect. SubhanAllah. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. I guess it's all related. I think it's all like um, the Quran and knowing our creator, knowing his word, and then knowing him and knowing his word, you discover yourself and like through the, that lens again, because Quran's like a a lens through which like it changes your worldview and then it's like uh, it clears your eyesight I guess mm. and then you see things that thought you saw before mm. and you're like okay it was right in front of me but I never thought like this before exactly. yeah. experiences mm. uh, but I never thought about those experiences mm. like ever before so it's like um, changing your perspective and your paradigm about mm. things um, mm. I guess that's like so every moment of your life you're you're revisiting and you're rediscovering, okay, oh, yeah, I did this. Oh, I did this because of this. Mm. Oh, somebody else. Oh, that. Oh, like, so it's like a discovery thing, like a discovery channel going on all the time. <laughs> on going. You learn yeah. one ayah and then yeah. it just opens another world. Like, read one ayah and then you learn the tafsir of, it opens yeah. another world to you. Yeah, subhanAllah. It's, it's amazing. Like, um, it's like, un, un, it's like this onion 
you are just peeling off the layers from an onion skin you know the skins of the skin of the onion and it just keeps coming out and coming out and there's so much more <laughs> deeper that you can go with that yes. subhanallah yeah alhamdulillah so um if like you know what would you like our listeners to take away from your story sister nidhi um i would just say one thing just no matter where you are in your uh, life stage or whatever your beliefs are or whatever um you know you might not be a muslim you might be somebody who's just kind of respectful and open minded mm-hmm. and you might or you might be a new muslim mm-hmm. or you might one who's been a muslim for uh, for all your life and mm-hmm. no matter what uh, what faith status you have mm-hmm. or no matter uh, which stage of life or what age you're in uh, you could be a teenager you could be um, a mom you could be a grandmom you could be like in your 90s it doesn't matter where you are in your age your faith your location even throughout the world you could be at any place any level of education you might have it doesn't matter any of it mm-hmm. just open your heart and ask god to uh, show you and to guide you and then just open the quran and just like connect with the quran somehow either listen to the recitation read the quran read its translation like whichever way you get obviously just make a silent prayer in your heart that god guide you whatever is uh, beneficial for you and uh, whoever god is you can even like you don't even have to say a name to the god you just say god you are wherever you are mm. or is even say source nowadays like that's mm. the in what and that um, people like to say that okay there is a source for everything but we don't call the source god mm. so that's okay if mm. that way well it's source that's okay too mm. just just ask whoever is the source of the heavens and the earth and all the energy and positive energy and stuff like that just guide me to whatever is the best mm. and help me and my life and then just open the quran or just like somehow find something about the quran from any authentic source mm. and uh, just uh, it will it will change your life it will it will get rid of your sorrows it will give you like um, even you know like in the midst of fire you'd you'd be cool mm. so there will be challenge around you but you'll have peace in your heart and i think all of us right now want peace in their heart mm. and that's where it is the the treasure is there and it's it's open the treasure is open for anyone Uh, yes people might judge you people whether they're muslims or not muslims they might say oh, who are you to touch this book or who are you to do this mm. but then say whatever they want this mm. book is in you and your creator your god so mm. don't listen to any else just just yeah. connect right with this book and it will no matter where you are it will give you something that you will treasure for the rest. yeah subhanallah so true it's it's a, ultimately the book for all mankind right it's not just limited to muslims alone it's for everyone who chooses to reach out to the book and pick it up and try to explore and find the treasures that are there within that it's not limited to just muslims right subhanallah alhamdulillah and uh, <clears throat> like you said the answers the answers that like you know people are looking for <laughs> it's like it's there in, within that book all it's just a matter of uh, choosing to pick it up or not subhanallah so um just to wrap it up sister nidhi uh, if anyone is interested in looking you up uh, to know more about you is there any place you would like to direct them to 
Yeah, sure. You can have a look at my website, afreenacademy.com. So, um, and in that, like, I'm still uh, working on my book. So, uh, my book should be out sometime next year. Uh, but um, other than that, you can look up my website. And if you want to reach me, you can always, there's a, there's a contact us section in the website. So, you can always contact me. Inshallah. Of any, anything. Inshallah. Khairan for being here and being so open and sharing everything about yourself. It was really a very profound experience for myself also to learn uh, and le- learn, like, you know, from you, of what you learned from your journey. So, Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much for having me. It was my pleasure, totally. You were listening to the Nafs Connection podcast brought to you by the Level 10 Muslima Life Coaching. To learn more about me and what I do, visit www.level10muslima.com. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram under Level 10 Muslima Life Coaching. Stay tuned for more such content. This is Seema Umrayan signing off. Until next time, stay blessed.